Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to Creep Time After Dark. This is a Creep Time original podcast. So make sure to go listen to Creep Time, the podcast, right after the show. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Baby, you know how you're always like you've ruined our shot at going to crime con? <laughs> I've ru- <laughs> you have ruined my shot at going to Bravo Con. <laughs> my dream actually is for us to like come on and do a guest spot on one of the episodes of Beverly Hills or something, but we'd have to come in as a caricature similar to Alison Dubois. Yes. We'd have to come into the space with like an intention to cause chaos. We'd have to do a seance. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's the only version of us fitting into the show I can imagine. I don't yeah. know why else we would be there. Well, because Wait, Ky- staff? Kyle always does the seances. <laughs> that's true. They all do have their go-to psychics. Yeah. I watched the episode of um, New York where they went to get, um, they did like Turkish tea, got like their oh, tea I love that grounds episode. red. I want, that made me want to go and get that done. Yeah. Uh, do you know what's so funny? I actually looked up that woman one time. I was like, I want to really? go out the Wait, I was yeah. going to do that too. Wait, yeah. next time. Should we do it when we're in New York? She's next expensive week? as shit. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll pay it. I'll pay it. Like how much? It's, <laughs> it's R&D, baby. It's, <laughs> we need to do it. Um, I'm, I'm like, well, maybe we can work out a brand deal thing. Maybe we can promote <laughs> I've Okay, hold on. Also pivot. And then we'll pick okay. a word. But I, I told you I've gotten my tea leaves right before right or my coffee grounds red no wait we're I in had new york the craziest experience it was in new orleans so i went oh. to a legit like old school uh tea leaf reader in new orleans it's like mm. the same concept basically just tea not coffee yeah. and um so I, this i i don't know like what you would call it but i guess like this house or whatever had been there since um like over 150 years and it's been run by the same family like so lots of like strong roots like that those new orleans like Mm. mystic roots and so i was like yeah if i'm gonna do like a psychic reading i want to go somewhere that's been around for a long time so i end up going in and it was like this tiny like dark wooden room and sit across from the the reader and she's like she's very very nice and um she is like the great granddaughter, I guess, of like the woman, like the uh, woman that I guess essentially opened it. Um, and hmm. 
she takes my tea leaves and she flips them over and she goes, whoa. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, oh, God. Bitch, I swear to God, <laughs> if a psychic ever <laughs> got me into a reading, it went, whoa. She was I'd like, walk the hell out. Whoa. And I was like, oh, God. And I, like, and she goes, you know you could do this if you wanted to, right? And I was like, what? And she was like, if you wanted to do this, you could read people. And I was like, okay. Like, what are you seeing? And she was like, so when I look at, um, so they, what they do is they look at the, the grounds inside of the cup and then they also look at the saucer and i think the saucer is supposed to like show kind of the trajectory that they think your life is going on because it's going to like kind of come out as like a dribble but like a line um okay but she starts like looking at she was like so when i read the leaves i'm looking for pictures and she was like do you see all of these keys and i was like uh yeah and there were keys all over like these little keys all over my cup and she was like that's like key to like esoteric knowledge like you could do this if you want (laughs) i was like that's weird and i was like okay but that's whatever Uh, okay and then she kept so this was like a 30 minute reading i think like it went on for a long time how much did you pay for it was it expensive i think it was like a hundred dollars yeah it was pretty expensive which to me i think i went in Baby, these were the cardboard side table days. So I was like, hundred bucks on a side table. You were really looking for outrageous. something. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. So I was gonna say, I was like, you book them in LA. It's like fifteen hundred for the hour. Oh my God. Wow. Really? For the good ones, oh yeah. For the God. reputable ones. Jesus. Okay. So maybe I got a steal. So <laughs> maybe they they've got a gift. <laughs> so I'm. She, so she is telling me all of this, and she's like, this also. Um, like has been passed down to you as it was to me. And I'm like, okay. And I'm, she's like, is there anybody? Papa Carol? It was Papa Carol. She was like, is there anybody in your family that um, you feel like has had, you know, and I know that when they question you, they're like trying to, it helps them to read you. So I was sort of like, I, I don't know. I was trying to like give enough, but like, I really wanted to see like how good she was or how like legit this was. Um, and then she mm-hmm. goes, this shocked me, like freaked me the hell out. She was like, um, uh, did he die in some sort of a like wheelchair or chair? And I was like, yes. <laughs> she was like, because that's his chair right there. He's He wants you to know that like you possess the same like knowledge and like wisdom or whatever esoteric knowledge that he did. And I was like, what in the world? <laughs> like, oh, what are just the gave chances? What are the chances? That is so weird. Like my grand creepers, my grandfather passed away like in his home very peacefully but he had clearly gotten up to try to get ready for the day one last time and when we came in and found him he was in a chair like he had been trying to put on his socks which is just so like how would she have known that that's so weird yeah, that's incredibly specific. When they say yeah. specific things like that, it's beyond you just like connecting the dots for them. Like it's like hitting the nail on the head. Yeah. And I and Ooh, I purposely eerie. wasn't trying to like give her a ton because I kind of felt like she like already oh, I'm sure, was yeah. sure of things like when we sat down. So yeah, that freaked me out. And it actually, um God, I'm so mad at myself. I lost it. It's somewhere, but um they recorded the whole thing for me and like put it on a CD. <sighs> And I wish. Really? Yeah, oh, that's so interesting. I wish I still had it. I don't know where it is, but. Oh, we're definitely going to find that and then sell it as found footage <laughs> yeah. in the Creep Time archive. <laughs> we go back and that's not what happened. She's like, okay, bitch. 
<laughs> we come back. She was like cold reading you to film. She was like, who's the male in your life? You give her all details. Yeah. Like, <laughs> all of it. All Teresa Caputo. Like, Maybe the, yeah, the you just like come figure. out of it and be... You, because, you, yeah, who is the father figure? We got a father figure in here anywhere? I'm, th- I'm thinking of a name. It's a man's name. Like, it's, it is that vague, actually, yeah. sometimes. Yeah. I, for a second, I confused myself. I was like, was psychics the word we oh picked? Oh, my God. And I, it, it was not. Do you know what's funny is one of our words was the occult or occult. <gasps> so mm-hmm. it could have been that one, but I didn't pick it yet, y'all. Watch it be that. Okay. It's something in the air. I feel it. <laughs> Wait, no, it's even better. Speaking of Teresa Caputo, hair salon nightmares. <laughs> oh, <laughs> baby. Oh, first of all, I, I think you need to start this one off because I'm sure as a woman, you have had many more a harrowing affair in a hair salon than I have. Baby, I, I'm actually going to need you to take the lead on this because <laughs> m- mine's still pretty fresh. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm still in recovery. <laughs> well... Listen, I've never been super attached to my hair. I used to have hair down to my shoulders. I one day got it buzzed off at a hair salon, vice versa. Like, I just, I'm always, like, of the thing of, like, I'm Italian. My hair grows really fast. Whatever I cut it as, it will grow back. That said, I have had very bad haircut experiences before. Always, always, always. It has happened in a mall. Because Mm -hmm. that's the other thing, too. When you don't care about your hair very much, at least from my POV, I just go anywhere to get my hair cut usually. Like yeah. sometimes if I'm it's it's all proximity and like time of day and like who's available. Like I very rarely have like a routine person. So for that reason, I went to the mall and decided to get a haircut. I swear to God, this had to be like a cover business or something for like money laundering. These people could not cut hair because the people who were cutting hair in there, they were like the teenage sons of the shop owner. And I go in and they start to do my haircut. Like they were basically cutting what should have been cut with scissors and like damp hair. They were cutting it dry with clippers. And it was such a bad haircut when I went in the car after and like looked at it. I had a huge bald spot on the side of my head. They just left. And I was like, fuck me. No. No. Oh my God. But I mean, I definitely called back and complained, and I was like, "Listen, I'm usually not this person. I'm like, but that was a that was shitty. That was a really bad yeah. haircut." <laughs> like, what did you do during COVID? Did you cut your own hair? Well, I had long hair during COVID, so okay. I didn't cut my hair. Yeah, I kept my hair. I mean, I was just growing it out. It was so so long. It was like at my shoulders, and it was waving out. It was actually really nice. But by the time I came out of COVID, I was like over it. I just wanted it off. Have I seen you with your hair at your shoulders? Oh, let me find you a picture, baby. Oh my God, I need to see this. Wait, tell me about, I want to hear about your haircut nightmares. Do you ever watch Tabitha's Salon Takeover? (laughs) I used to love that show. (laughs) Me too. I still adore it because it's such a, like a good concept. Tabitha comes in, she goes, this place is a fucking shit show. I'm taking over. I'm fucking taking over. The best is when she would take her finger and see how much dust or dirt was on every surface. And then she would rub her fingers She would stick that finger in places it should never go. Like, she's, like, literally swiping her finger on the floor and then tasting it. She would be like... Like, coated in a mothball. I'm going to be honest. It's a shithole. (laughs) She's like, I mean, your salon is not taking appointments right now. Yeah, she's like, your salon is just in a bit of like a shit state, isn't it? Because you're not taking appointments for clients. You should definitely have clients 
on a booking log. <laughs> and these so poor good. people in like middle of America are like, what? I'm <laughs> not prepared. They're running like mom and pop, like, get your hair done every Friday, seventeen ninety nine kind of thing. And she's coming in off of the heels of like, her luxury salon like she has a luxury salon in australia like i think it's in sydney that has like a four-month waiting list they would always preface with that they're like tabitha knows salons and she just comes in and fucks shit up it's so hard to find (laughs) it's so hard to find a good hairdresser like i'm just gonna like you can pay for tabitha services and you can pay for great clips and like sometimes you still that's it's, me, honey. Yeah. Speak it loud. <laughs> it's so hard to find somebody that like actually gets you. Um it's it's hard with every service, I would say. Yeah. It's hard to find like good people who do your nails. I've had the hardest mm-hmm. time with that, finding someone who's consistently good at like doing manicure pedicures, yeah. but a, a hairstylist, a good hairstylist can make all the difference. I got my guy. I found him in in my hometown and I literally literally will fly back. Like I don't fly back just to get my hair done. But every time I'm going to go back, I'm always like, do I need a haircut? Because I like only go to him now. Oh, that's what I do with my dentist. Mm -hmm. Like because I've had I've had like dental work and stuff in Los Angeles, but it's never as good as my my dentist in my hometown because he's like a family dentist. Yeah. So every time I go back, I schedule a cleaning. You should schedule me one while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I um, have you? What are the hair colors that you have ventured out to try? Because you've been a brunette, you've been kind of a blonde, mm-hmm. you've had like a little bit of like a would you say like an auburn moment, like a little well, a little copper. I tried to go red, and that was actually the funniest thing because I went, I was down in my hometown in the summer and told this my hairdresser Dylan my love um i was like I dylan i think i want to go red and he, he was like so because my mom goes to him too and he's southern and he was like okay so i'm just gonna be up front that i talked to your mom about this and she is she's gonna have a heart attack and i was like really he was like she does not want you to go red but really? why yeah because my oh my god i gotta let you have fun i know my parents I, I feel like parents are always like this but um they're always like you really just go back to your natural hair color, your dark hair. When I was like very, I loved being blonde. I thought that was really fun, but I've been blonde. It was, it looked really good on you. You do look very striking as a brunette though. I like, I think brunette's my fave, but yeah, the red lasted for about five seconds. I literally. So hard. It's so hard. And he told me that he was like, I am going to do this, but it's probably going to like come out, you know, fast unless you like don't wash it a ton and i wash my hair like too yeah. much so um but that was fun while it lasted but well you're a runner too so you have to kind of wash your hair like pretty yeah. much every day yeah sweat have you yeah. died i mean hair? red red is really hard oh yeah yeah i used to be okay. like fully blonde i just sent you a picture of when i had okay, shoulder I length say, hair where's the shoulder length baby i have had hair oh. journeys like you yes. would not believe honey like i I used to have a buzzed head in high school and then I went through a, a phase where I was getting shape ups. And then when I got to college, I went bleach blonde and I was sporting that for a minute. And then that grew out and I had like chunky blonde, like highlights. And then I went back to like this chestnut, like dark Brown color that I have. Yeah. But I feel like in the last few years I've been dying it like very, very dark Brown yeah. or black. So it's just a little more like striking yeah. on camera. Oh, it looks really good. 
Thanks, baby. I appreciate it. But you look like an advertising yeah, model here. Hey, listen, that was peak of COVID. I was like, I don't know, maybe 30 pounds lighter. And I was really feeling feeling my moment. Yeah. Now, take this picture. Oh, my God. I love that hair. <laughs> Hot tea. Isn't it good? Creepers. I'm sorry. It's good, right? I, this is not suitable for work. We can't share it. <laughs> First of all, those it's all my sister's clothes. Like literally down to the shoes. That's the great thing about having a sister who's six feet tall is oh that God. like all of her shit kind of fits you. <laughs> that's amazing. Isn't that a good jacket though? I feel like I, I love, love your that. Jacket. Yeah, that's super cool. I was just admiring it, the little giraffes. Yeah. But look at that. Look at that little look at my hair. Oh my God. Look at my wig. <laughs> that wig. That way, it it was a wig. It truly was. It was so fun, but <laughs> got rid of it. And then you know, once you're a guy and you like cut your hair short again, it's just like such a bitch to go through the awkward phase of regrowing your hair out. Yeah. So you just like end up sticking with it. But I did have another hair horror story that I could tell you. Did you ever? You probably never gotten your hair cut with clippers. I'm assuming because that's more of like a guy's thing for like tapered cuts and whatnot. Yeah. If you don't know, clippers have to be tightened, like. They have to be kept up with maintenance. I have gotten haircuts at some sketchy places where the clippers are, let's say, overdue for some maintenance. They will nick your skin while they're cutting your hair. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Like little tiny cuts because oh, the clippers God. are not tight. So I'm just saying, be careful. <laughs> I'm I'm just I don't want to talk about my story. <laughs> I feel like I, I'm like oh god I have to sh-. well I have two harrowing hair salon nightmares that I can share. Tell me about them because I'm okay. taking over. Okay, fucking taking over. over. Okay, should I do the one that was super recent or the the inciting incident when I was little? I th- oh let's I first want to start with the one that happened when you were little. I want to know your origin story, your villain, your villain origin story. Okay. I will not be making a queek because this took over my, this scarred me so badly when I was little. Okay. So this was. How old were you? Going into fifth grade. And it was. Okay. Like, so you're old enough to like care about your appearance. Yes, kind of. Yes. You're like right around that age. And yeah. And I am like so excited for, um, you know, first day of school and I want to look good <gasps> and whatever. And so mistake getting your hair cut the day before the first day of school. Um, and so, (laughs) so I had, I feel like you, maybe you knew this, but I had like a bowl cut when I was little. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Okay. Okay. Why did you have a bowl cut? (laughs) Because I had three brothers, baby. I was bulking and I had a bowl cut. My parents (laughs) were like, my parents were like, we'll deal with you later. (laughs) That haircut is like straight out of the Iron Claw. That is Zach Efron in the Iron Claw, baby. (laughs) That is the Turpin father, is what I saw. (laughs) I'm actually crying. Oh my god, it's so true. Oh god. 
<laughs> Down oh, to the God. layering too. Literally it's like Lord bang Farquaad. and. Then, like, <laughs> oh my God! I am kicked by. I am <laughs> on the verge of pissing myself right now thinking about that. So, oh God! So Pitch, it had, is berries and cream out here. Berries and cream. <laughs> it is literally berries and cream. So I. <laughs> I just spit oh, coffee all over myself. <laughs> it's all down my shirt. Oh fuck. Oh god. Go on. Sorry. Okay. So I had at this point somehow my parents had let me grow out my hair to almost my shoulders, which to me I was like Farrah Fawcett, like having it. That oh long. yeah. Because I, I had Jessica never Rabbit. Known... I mean, va va boom. <laughs> yeah, I had never known what it was like to have long hair. So I. <laughs> so bad so uh my dad is gonna go get his haircut at it all starts at great clips at great clips and my mom's like you need to get your haircut too i'm like okay so um i love that your dad goes to great clips me and him are alike of course oh my whole family the (laughs) men in my family only go to like a super cuts or a great clips that's all you need yeah that's all they need (laughs) so um do you remember Great Clips? It's like everything's divided by those little sailboats. They, yeah. They look I, like little sailboats. Maybe I currently go to a Great okay. Clips. I have a gift card that I bought for myself to Great Clips. Okay. Do you actually get good haircuts there? I do, but only I go to the same guy there, okay. and he's pretty good. Okay. Um. So this guy I went to was not good, and I'm sitting oh, there. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's... I've I've gotten over it until my 2020 incident and that in that reignited the <laughs> shot you right back to square yeah. one. Yeah, but <laughs> called the therapist up uh, truly. But uh, I'm sitting in the my dad's sitting behind me and I'm mm-hmm. uh, able to like see him in my mirror. So or and he's able to see me like we could see each other. And my dad said that he just caught my eyes in the mirror. Because I wasn't saying anything. And like, we, I guess I had been like talking to my dad, and then all of a sudden I had stopped talking. And so he caught my eyes and just tears, just rolling <gasps> and streaming down my face. And the guy kept Why? cutting What was my happening? Hair. I had said, Can you just cut it like just a little bit? This guy proceeded to cut my hair up like to my, like above my chin, like to my cheeks. Oh. <laughs> And no, I and so my dad like whipped around and he was like, stop cutting your hair. Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, that looks like that's not what she wants. Like, and I just I was too scared to say anything. I was so shy. I didn't want to, like, tell the guy that I didn't like it or that, you know, he was it's doing so it hard. It, no, it's so hard to, like, stop a bad haircut yeah. while it's in while it's happening, especially, you know, because you're, you're like, you, well, yeah, you're like, how bad is the damage? Even as an adult, it's hard. Like, mm-hmm. I've been in that situation, too. That's so upsetting. I feel so terrible so, for So Okay. So then, day before school? <laughs> day before school. So then this is really a testament to, like, how, like, just badass my parents <laughs> are, is that I get home, and I, like, my dad is, like, so mad. He's like, Joy, like, and my mom's in the shower. I'll never forget this. So I walk upstairs. Uh, and I come in and my mom's like, what's going on? I'm like, mom. And she peeks out from behind the shower curtain. And she was like, oh, my God. And she was immediately gets her like dries off, puts me in the car, her gun. drove me, I think, to limited <laughs> to. <Her gun. laughs> she was like, we're going to get she was like, we're going to get 
you the best headband. Like she like got me some like really cute, let me pick out a headband. And I was so nervous. I remember going into class and this freaking girl, Margaret, said in front of the whole class, hack, 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 not in front of the whole class. She said in front of like a group and my teacher overheard it. Um, She was like, what happened to your hair? Like just said something so <gasps> like mean. And my teacher also, goat, he uh, says in front of the whole class, like after we all settle in, he's like, I really, really like your headband and your hair. It looks really good on you. And I was like, thank you. That's that's sweet. But that would have actually made it worse for me to draw <laughs> even more attention. Yeah. That would have actually good intentions, but like yeah. that would have killed me. Yeah. I think the only reason I, it didn't I think kill your me, haircut looks really great. <laughs> I'm the same way. I think the only reason it didn't kill me is that she had just roasted me. And so it was nice to have somebody say to me, like, it actually looks really good. I was like, oh, thank you. God. Did you read kids back? Like, if they made funny, did you ever like give them a read back? I don't think so. No, I mean so it's it's a skill. It takes. I feel like <laughs> I it would say, take. I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. Th- no, not always though. I feel like I was. I was a really quiet kid in elementary school. But I had a similar embarrassing thing in class with my hair and getting kind of like publicly shamed. <laughs> so again, I never really thought about like my appearance in elementary school. Like that was. I just never thought about it. Uh, like wasn't. Like, I don't remember ever, like, combing my hair really in the mornings. I'm sure I must have, but, like, I didn't style my hair is my point. Like, when I was in elementary school, I had, like, no care about how I looked. But I remember, I think I was in either third or fourth grade, and we were in music class. And we had just done a concert for the parents and everything, and it was filmed. So our teacher, Miss Saracino, (laughs) she played this video for us on VHS to show us us performing. And it was panning across this whole line of everybody in my music class were all watching it. And it gets to me, baby, my wig, my lopsided (laughs) third grade toupee was like the most, it looked like I had, I was alfalfa. Like I had the craziest cowlick you've ever seen my bangs were uneven and were slanted across my forehead and they panned to me. And I remember everybody in the class started laughing. I remember it so vividly, like such a deep feeling of like my first moment of like true embarrassment and being aware of like my own appearance. And I like put my head in my lap and I, so people wouldn't see me crying. And this girl next to me, Jessica put her arm around me and she was like, I think you look really nice. Sweet babe, that's so sad. Character (laughs) building. Character building. Character building. I also got fucked over. This is a separate thing, but I got fucked over hard in that class. So again, that was a music class, and we would sometimes watch like movies of like you know great historical musical movements. We watched one about Mozart, I think, or wherever the the metronome came into history, and they showed a metronome in. The movie, and I was sitting there watching it with the whole class, and I just said, spoke out loud. I was like speaking, thinking out loud. I was like, "What does it do?" My teacher misheard me and thought I was like making fun of it. So to punish me, she put me in the corner of the room and made me face the wall for the rest of the class. <laughs> and then at the end of class, tried to make an example of me, and she was like, "I mean, I'm happy most of you were respectful. Clearly, some of you are not." She was like, "Because you know, you're watching a movie about." A, a very like significant historical moment in music and to say something like, Oh, sissy who? And I literally turned around and I was like, 
I said, what does it do? <gasps> ashen. The woman went ashen. <laughs> I had to stay after privately and she gave me like a 15 minute apology oh my god okay also the idea first of all what in the Blair Witch Project who makes you stare at the wall was is that yeah, I was like what kind of like prison level <laughs> punishment is this okay she was like you don't she's like you lose the privilege to watch the movie so she made me face the wall of a classroom with the lights turned off and I was like this is some fuckery that is I'm fuckery. telling you okay so that but what kid is going to go, sissy who? <laughs> I, I was going to say, I was like, at least give me points for creativity. I was, yeah, like, come on. Sissy In the moment, who? I don't know why I didn't correct her. Yeah. I, I remember, like, her, like, pulling me by the arm, and I was saying, like, what did I do? What did I do? But she, like, wouldn't hear it. But I could have been like, I just asked, what would it do? Like, don't be all dramatic. Yeah. Oh, my God. What can you do? But yeah, my, my hair story came from that class, too. A harrowing affair. Oh. God. <laughs> well, have you ever have you ever experienced like having such a bad hair day that you actually wanted to not go to school? I mean, certainly that day. Um let me uh No, I feel like I mostly I wore my hair like so similarly every day that like I just kind of my hair was not the focal point. I feel like it was my outfit. I was like, if I didn't feel good about my outfit, I didn't want to go to school. And sometimes you would have those mornings too, where you're like getting dressed and like nothing feels like it's fitting mm-hmm. right. And it just doesn't. And you're running late. Or it's like, yeah, you're running late and it's like a weather thing too. Like if it's like really hot, but like nothing's fitting right. You don't want to wear this or that. There are some days you're just like, I'm going to throw in the towel. Did you have a like, uniform? I... No, no. Public school baby. Okay. I mean, I had a personal uniform, which was basically like an Abercrombie polo with a striped a shirt Hicks underneath. <laughs> Gilly Hicks thong was <laughs> my Under Armour. <laughs> um, yeah, just very preppy in general, yeah. I would say. But when it came to hair and I started to like get really, you know, like self-conscious about my appearance and stuff, I would style my hair every day. But then I ran into an issue, and my um, hairdresser at the time, his name was Guglielmo. 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 Yeah. Family friend, Italian, hair salon owner, hair salon sheer 2000, Guglielmo, cutting my wig. He, I started to get acne on my forehead because I was wearing my hair with bangs, and he brought it up. That was an extremely embarrassing trip to the hair salon. Oh, God. A hairstylist going, because he was also like broken English. It was Italian. So he's like, the pimples, so many pimples. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> sir. Like, <laughs> he was like, I'm going to give you some shampoo that will take all the pimples away. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, just You just want to die. It's awful. Yeah, please don't say, don't comment on my acne. That's, I, know, I think uh, he was trying to help. Yeah. Because he gave me he gave me a clarifying shampoo. I realized in hindsight what Aww. it was. Because he thought it would, like, strip the oil from my hair and, like, reduce the pimples. Did not, for whatever reason, but it all starts in the salon. Do you know what I've gone back to that I, I've gone back to my, like, shampoo that I used to use in high school, and it's done wonders. Which, what was it? What um, was it? It was John Frieda. It was, like, Brilliant Brunette. Mm. And I, I've, I was like, I'm going to try that again. I haven't used that in so long, and it's making my hair, it feels so good. 
sometimes it's like the classic shampoos that all the salons like warn you against, like the drugstore shampoos. Yeah. They get the damn thing done. They do. I use Pantene. I love it. I love Pantene too. But I know, I'm not joking, like no less than five different stylists who have told me not to use Pantene. And they were like, well, it's because it coats your hair with like a wax, Mm. which is why it feels so nice and shiny. And I'm like, and your point? <laughs> I'm like, and fucking what? Like, but it does the thing. Is it? <laughs> yeah, is I'm it like, like the sulfates so, or whatever. Well, a sulfate I think is is um a, a cleanser. Like a sulfate okay. is like a, a soap that I think like helps to actually cleanse your hair. But that's also a thing too. It's like I, I follow this girl. She's um I forget what, what her actual title is, but she's like a, a hair chemist. She calls herself. She like studies products um and like ingredient formulations and she makes this huge argument talking about how drugstore shampoos have been refined and formulated for so long to provide optimal results as far as like deep cleaning but also like conditioning and like hair preservation and shine she was like they work better than most like high-end independent shampoos and conditioners Mm. that salons try to sell you on she was like it's it's like just it's a bad game of telephone Mm. where like stylists think that this is the right thing to say but it's actually not quite backed up by the science and the chemistry of how shampoos and conditioners are formulated at the drugstore level so stick with your pantene honey (laughs) or um god what i feel like um all of my brothers they use like the same product that's like three in one and I'm like, how? I don't go that far. That's too okay, much. That's okay. too much. I don't do that. Yeah, yeah. There's no three in ones. What is that? I will say, I don't really care about what body wash I use. Do you? I have one that I love. Really? It's rain. Give it a shout out. What it's is it? Rain Bath by Neutrogena. <gasps> oh, I used to use that. Mm. I love that. It's so good. They, st- they still make it? Yeah, they still make it. Damn. And sometimes, baby, you can find it in your TJ Maxx. It's rare, but I haven't seen it in TJ Maxx. It's been replaced by like generic, like soft soap. Yeah. I never like anything I buy from TJ Maxx and Marshall's like body, body wise, like lotions or shampoos and stuff. I'm like, is this the original like liquid that was in here or is it just the packaging? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you think, do <laughs> you think they do that? I don't know. I, d- I just, does anybody know how those things get sold? to like tj maxx and marshall's well i think what happens is they over they over make the product and then instead of throwing it away they'd rather make some money off of it so tj maxx says we'll buy it for x amount in bulk and resell it and they say sure i think it's the real thing Hmm. i was always told something different i can't say by who (gasps) because i don't want to get them in trouble but i was told that a lot of it has to do with like Products that are defective or products that are were like returned or expired, like those get like grouped over and then sold for cheap in bulk to like the outlets like a Marshall's or TJ Maxx. That definitely does happen. But I think for the most part, it's like they they do have stuff that's fine. They just it's either out of season or they can't stock it anymore. And so they'd rather get rid of it. Well, we know who's lying in your pockets. Baby, it is TJ Maxx. <laughs> TJ. Well, sounds like we got a Maxonista on the call you today. Do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do love a good TJ Maxx or Marshall's run. That always it used to bring me a lot of peace. Yeah. I would go to Glendale and I would just like hit a Home Goods, TJ Maxx, a Ross. 
Oh my god. Just living it up. Now Ross, I don't mess with. No, Ross, you can find some stuff there that's like worth your time. It's it's just a little Did I tell you about when I was in a Ross and I thought it was I thought it was getting robbed? <gasps> no. Oh my god. I don't know what I, I we were in line. Um and I was really close to like finishing my purchase and basically what had happened was I think there was somebody in the store whose security was trying to get out and they like caused a big commotion. They pushed over an entire aisle, like body slammed into it and knocked over an entire aisle because they're not very big. Yeah. And all of a sudden we just heard all of these things smashing and like crashing on the floor. (gasps) I thought the store was getting like robbed or shot up or something. I ran, hid behind an Amazon box, like an Amazon um, locker. <laughs> Dead. So once again, who was there for me in my time of need? But Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> All roads lead back to Jeff. They always do. Wait. Okay. So back to hair salons. Did you ever go to a salon that was like all service where they did not only hair, but they also do like nails, they do waxing, stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Have you always had good experiences with that or any like travesties when it came to waxings? I've never done a wax ever. Ever? ever. Not even your eyebrows? Not even my eyebrows. I've never gotten waxed. Wait, how do you do your eyebrows? Do you just pluck? Pluck. I can't believe you've never done a wax. Oh my I've God. I've never done a wax ever in my life. Is there a reason for that? Well, I guess <laughs> psoriasis, but I'm scared. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that would be pretty painful. But I I mean I'm pretty much like clear now, so I could probably get waxed without too much. But it's of like a why take the risk? Yeah, yeah. But I feel like it would probably irritate me. But but yeah, plucking I, doesn't doesn't irritate you or cause any flare-ups. Uh, it does because I actually do get a patch on one of my eyebrows pretty badly. Um especially really? uh-huh. Especially when I'm stressed. And like if I do pluck out of it, it does kind of hurt. But it's mostly just like the um like the rawness of the skin really. But it's not like it's not super painful. But like I think if I put hot wax on it and then ripped it off, like I think I would probably rip off like a lot of the layers of skin. Yeah, that could be really inflammatory. Yeah. For sure. I'm surprised though. Wow. So you've never what is your favorite thing to do at a salon when you get your hair done? Do you get blowouts or anything? I get a blowout. Yeah. Um yeah. is that half the magic, half the reason to go? Yeah, I love getting like it's just so nice to like have somebody like do the whole works on you. Like the the oh my god, I wish that they would just like do the head massage longer in the sh- when you're getting shampooed. That's the best. Like that's the one I thing I will say about going to like a luxury hair salon is like they take so much more time like massaging and I'm like, oh, it's amazing. My friend Ryan, who owns his own salon, he says that's like that's like the peak of his service because I love the way that he talks about his business and the way that he services his clients because it is luxury hair. They're luxury women who come in and they're paying like huge, huge rates to come in for like a color and extensions job. We're talking like five, six hundred, seven hundred dollars. So when they come in, they basically have like a two to three hour window with him, depending upon what they're doing. And he is like, that's their time. So whatever they want to do, it's their time. And I'm just there to basically accommodate it and facilitate mm-hmm. it. So if they, he says a lot of them want to come in, they don't want to talk. They just want to relax. He's yeah. like, 
I will work in silence and I will bring you champagne. I will play music for you. Like he, it's the whole thing is in service of them. And he talks about the head massage. He's like, the shampoo head massage is one of the most important moments of the experience for mm-hmm. them because most people look forward to that the most. So you have to make it beyond their expectation every time. Who is this? I love that. My friend Ryan. He owns a salon. I need to go meet him, see him. <laughs> I'm sure he, no, he would love, he's he's very, very talented. In fact, he specializes in extensions and color. Those are like his two that's like his bread and butter. Oh God, that sounds so. And just, I'm in the videos he posts. His, his it's so shoulder, nice. Uh, his uh, head massages. Oh, I'm, they're really, really nice. Like I've asked him to do it to me. <laughs> it's like, can you just give me like a little? <laughs> but it's yeah, it's such a it's such a lovely space. I feel like he really like goes the extra mile as a stylist, as um like a salon owner to create an environment and an experience where like you really are paying for a three-hour block of heaven. That's what he always yeah. says. He's like, oh. this is supposed to be your little slice of heaven. That's so And nice. I'm just here to make that happen for you. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. <laughs> it's so funny. My mom always says, she's like, I just, the thing with getting my hair done, I just don't want to talk. It's just hard <laughs> for me. I just don't want to talk. And this is a funny story, actually. They're, the hair salon I'm thinking of that does like full, the works like wax, uh, mm-hmm. you know, nails hair that was in my hometown. Um, when I was back during COVID with my parents, I think they were like one of the only salons that was like doing um, like haircuts and stuff. So um, my huh. mom was like, I'll get you like set up with my guy. His name is Dylan. And I was like, oh, amazing. And this is the same Dylan. He moved actually, but we still go to him. But anyways, um, I get there and I yeah, check in loyal. and she was like, he's so great because he just... He like gets your flow. He like doesn't make you talk unless you want to talk. Like he's just great. I was like, okay, great. And she was like, and she kind of described him to me, but like not in great detail. So I'm going in blind. So I end up meeting Dylan and he talked so much and I'm fine with that. Like I'll, I'll have the conversation or whatever, but I'm kind of cracking up. I'm like, wow, like this is not like how my mom described this person. Yeah. <laughs> and so I get back in the car and my mom was like, how was it? I was like, it was, you know, great. And she was like, oh my God, isn't he just so relaxing? Turns out it was a different Dylan. Stop. Stop it. Right. <laughs> it's a totally different Dylan. <laughs> Wait, that's so funny. And so when I went oh and I met God. the real Dylan later, he was like, the fact and it turns out this person apparently was like the hair salon the hair salon nightmare like they were apparently like the person that nobody really loved um or just oh, was kind of on the because you know there's always hair salon tea um of course and of course he was, it's a small small place yeah he was like the fact that you were with that dylan and not me <laughs> i was like well that makes sense yeah, that's great. It's funny your mom doesn't like to talk a lot when she gets her hair cut because I would I would almost imagine it's the opposite, but I'm very similar to her that way. Yeah. No, she's very I don't much... like to I don't like to chat during that. It's kind of like my time to close my eyes yeah. and zone out. It's so nice. <laughs> that's so funny. What are the odds of that? I know. It's just hilarious. I will it's so funny. <laughs> I, I will say like there is a time. Because I've mostly gone to like barbers and stuff. I've had I've kind of run the gamut of like different people that have cut my hair, and barbers are very different from 
getting your haircut in a salon. It's just such a different vibe. They just run through so many clients that the conversation that they're having with you at any given time when they are talking, you can tell they're somewhere else. Like they're just asking yeah. questions and giving generic responses. And I'm like, I'd rather not talk, mm-hmm. to be honest. Like, I'd rather stop the whole thing. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, any sort of like I, like treat myself thing, I love not having to talk. <laughs> seriously, yeah. I, I can't really imagine like a scenario where I would want to talk to somebody. I will say one time I got a really bad haircut at Floyd's. And it was because the, the girl who was cutting my hair was talking nonstop. But it wasn't even like she was getting me to like converse with her. She was just venting about her breakup. And but the problem was is like she was doing this, but getting so distracted with my haircut that by the time I left, I had a really bad haircut. <gasps> so I I called Floyd's and I was like, hey, so here's the problem. I think I've told you this before. I was like, here's the problem. I'm like, I had a stylist who was kind of distracted today. She told me some personal stuff. She gave me a really bad haircut. I don't want to say who it is. I don't want to say which Floyd's I went to. Yeah. I was like, but. I would really like to come in and have somebody fix this up. And that at least it was a way to like not out her because I, I don't think I was in their system or anything. I was like a walk-in so they couldn't trace it back to her. But I was like, I still think you guys should make this right. Like I, I will come in and like, of course, pay gratuity for anybody, but I paid for a haircut and I got a really bad haircut <laughs> <laughs> and they took care of it. And that's how I found a different barber who became like my long-term barber for like two or three years. See, I'm I'm the person that once they mess it up, I'm like, I don't want to go back. <laughs> like, I, I know. I know. Well, let me ask you this. How do they fix it? Like when you go back and you're like, I guess it's maybe you just got to cut shorter. Hair. Yeah, you just get it shorter. Yeah, you just you just got to you just got to keep cutting shorter. Yeah. Um, I mean, they can fix some things, especially I think my biggest problem with it was that it was uneven. Yeah. Like I had I had different lengths on different sides of my head and it was very clearly because she was distracted which was understandable but you know i can't go around looking certain ways maybe yeah. <laughs> it's los angeles we but appearances to maintain in west hollywood no, we got we got appearances to upkeep but what i do i will say you know i've been going to great clips the last like i don't know six months i haven't had a bad haircut yet if it ain't broke don't fix it i'm just saying you go into Great Clips, they say, don't worry. There's a sign that says, relax, you're at Great Clips. And I do. <laughs> I relax every chance. time. I'm going to relax at Great Clips. <laughs> <laughs> your story is troubling. It's like deeply troubling. Have Did you ever cut your hair yourself? Um, yeah, oh, Mel did that. That's why just, I ask. I feel like every little girl does. I, you know, I don't remember cutting my hair myself as a kid. I recently almost got bored and was like kind of on curtain bangs and was like watching no, YouTube no, no, videos no, no. and I was like no no, girl, no no don't do it like I was like do not do this so I got I went back got Dylan to do it and they looked fab but um okay no good. I have not <laughs> I don't think I have ever cut my own hair I cut my brother's hair during COVID <gasps> really and my dad's that was pretty hilarious trying to use oh my clippers. god did you do a good job I got better. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I basically, oh my God, my little brother, <laughs> I gave him, we called it the Peaky Blinders haircut. That first one Stop. I did, he literally looked Stop. like he was in Peaky Blinders. 
It was terrible. Awesome. I mean, it kind of sounds like a look, honestly. I, I mean, feel he like that could, good. That he could, could pull work. off. He could pull it off, but yeah. <laughs> it's hard. That's like not easy because your brother's actually, I mean, John at least has like really curly hair, right? Or no, not John. Blake That's, has curly yeah, hair. Blake has, I didn't cut Blake's. I'm not, I wouldn't touch that, but yeah. John, curly, curly is tough to cut. Yeah. John and my dad both doing. have like nice, like, uh, well, my dad is like very thick. But they both have like straight, kind of fine hair. It like fits into a yeah, like yeah. a crew cut much more easily. Yeah, I think my sister was doing that for my dad. She tried to do that during COVID. Same thing. She was trying to cut his hair, but again, like she's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> it was a disaster the first time I did. It. I think it would have been funnier if they just grew their hair out. Like I'm trying to imagine yeah. your dad with like shoulder length hair, <laughs> Judge Turpin hair. I was gonna say I was gonna he would look like the Turpin, yeah. the Turpin father. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I be, I feel like COVID was a good time for anybody if they wanted to try having long hair. Yeah. That was the time to do it when, like, nobody's really looking at you. It was the time to do, like, all kinds of things where, like, you don't want people to see you for an extended period of time. Like, you could go and get, like, your whole face lasered off. You can do all this stuff. You could shave your eyebrows. <laughs> that's Honestly, I feel like that's a look that's come back is, like, bleached eyebrows or shaved off eyebrows. Yeah, I feel like the that's been kind of popular with Gen Z for a while. Okay. Um I don't know if that was was that ever a big look? I think it was in the 90s. Like there was like a whole moment with the super thin eyebrows. Like pencil eyebrows. That in the was 90s, definitely right? a 90s thing, but I I swear I think like bleached eyebrows was also cuz it was like kind of that like grunge era and I think that that was kind of fell into that. Mm. I used to bleach my eyebrows when I was blonde. Really? Yeah. Well, I wanted oh. the the hair to match, so I would bleach them, and then I would dye them to, like, a dirty blonde. Okay. So it matched. So they weren't, like, light, 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 like, totally gone, but it at least matched the sandy blonde hair that I had. It yeah. was, being blonde was, like, not it for me. I just, I'm not meant to be blonde. <laughs> but it was something to try. I I actually really like blonde hair with dark eyebrows. I know that sounds weird, but I think that's always very No, it's, it's a very common thing. I think of Madonna when I think of that. Like yeah. the bleach blonde hair with the really thick eyebrows. It's a very classic um, look that I associate with her. Yeah. What is one final thing about a salon that we can say that is so sinister? <laughs> well, baby, I almost got out of this without having to tell my second story. So... <laughs> <gasps> but that's a re- oh, oh yeah wait I, can i hear it you sure can <laughs> oh me <laughs> we're already here um the trauma has already begun from the first story so i'll keep i'll keep it snappy but um in <laughs> i guess it was right after the height of covid so i had just moved back up to new york after staying mm-hmm. down with my parents for a little bit um needed to get my hair cut and went to a salon on the Upper West Side near my apartment and same sort of situation. Woman is talking, talking, talking and like getting distracted. And I mm. should have said word to the wise creepers. If you have thin hair, if they pull out the, what is it? The like, uh, Oh, like the, the thinning the shears. Thinning shears. Oh my <gasps> God. If they pull those out, say something immediately that you don't want them. I just, I think it had been so long since I like focused on getting my hair cut or gotten my hair cut 
that I was like, yeah, that works. Like I just didn't, or I wasn't even thinking, I don't know what happened. I like black. Why out. would she do that? Can she not, could she not tell you had thin hair? I don't know. I honest to God don't know. And I don't know what made me, I, well, I think it was the same thing. I just couldn't say anything. I was like, so nervous to say something once it started the wheels had come off. Like I was like, okay, it's happening. I think I had asked for like, I had definitely asked for layers. And I think I said something like face framing layers. That's different. That's different. Totally different. What she proceeded to do was give me a mullet. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I remember, um, the shock of it hit me after I left because I couldn't really see how bad it was. So I, I leave, I get back to my apartment, (laughs) just immediately like take a, I look at the back of it. It is so hacked. Like it looked like somebody took a, like a samurai sword and just started like cutting at my hair. Like it was so bad. And I couldn't even like, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to wear this. And I remember I FaceTimed my mom and just, I was like, it's not that bad. Is it? She was like, it's not that bad. And I know when my mom is like, it's bad. And I was like, I burst into tears and she was like, it's okay. It's okay. Like you can fix it. And I was like, mom, I can't fix this. Like I can't even wear it up. Like it's so bad. And, um, I ended up. What were you going to do? Get a wig? I started looking up extensions. I was like, what am I going to do? And um, so I posted, I don't, I swear, I really rarely post reviews and I posted on Yelp a review and I took (laughs) photos. I took photos (gasps) left, right, and from the back of my head and posted it. And I was like, Your face is in these photos? Half of my, like, my half of my profile, basically. I'm going to find these photos. Oh, it's, let me tell you something. You can't find them because the (laughs) salon got in touch with me and asked me to take, they were like, We are so sorry. They were like, Please come back and, like, we will try to fix this for you, even though it wasn't really fixable. And they asked me, I was like, Okay. They were like, Can you please take down the photos? Like, because they were that bad. Yeah, I mean, that they will, like, that will crush. You don't have to take yeah. down the review, but can you please take down the photos? And I was like, I mean, sure. But like, damn, I feel like people should know that this, like, I mean, it was so bad. And I knew, okay, here's how I really, really knew it was bad. I <laughs> sent the photos to my dad and he was like, you look like the Phoenix from Harry Potter. Get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> can you send me these photos do you have them still i think i still have them hold on oh god, oh my god. <laughs> it was, that is so i mean wait, I, so you went back to the same salon no i was didn't go person, back no I you didn't like, go back i'm oh, not okay, going okay. back but they gave me a refund yeah, yeah. which was great um yeah i mean but, it's the least they could do if they, they hacked up your hair so what did you do how did you get it fixed i just let it grow out and i swear i mean it wasn't until recently that i felt like my hair started to like actually grow back properly i mean my hair was so uneven so thin in certain sections and i just kept wearing it like half up because it was the only way that i felt like it Mm. wasn't so so obvious that like everything was uneven did the salon have bad reviews no they had pretty good reviews which is why i like chose them um so i don't know if i just got you know like a bad i don't know maybe maybe. just a bad stylist yeah um okay where would these be I gotta see these pictures you have know, no know, idea it's uh, a, it's actually vital to my well i know i know oh god hold on how do you get to years damn i i'm trying to think if um if there's anything salon related 
any stories that I know. I mean, I've definitely heard through Ryan horror stories of people who like let their clients sit for too long while they were doing their color and like accidentally mm. screwed the whole thing up. Like he told me about a story of one of his coworkers who like left bleach too long, like forgot that they were lifting this girl's hair, like totally forgot about her. They fried that hair right off. Oh my God. Yeah. Doesn't it like right really burn? Off. Well, I mean, it can, yeah, bleach will really burn like if it's on your scalp, but I mean, if hair is already damaged or you're like lifting it for too long or like you have too much, I don't know, developer in there, you can like sear hair right off. Like it's, it's a chemical reaction that can actually burn the hair right off. I'm trying to find these pictures. Where the heck are they? I have such a clear image in my mind. First of all, to say the Phoenix from Harry Potter out of pocket (laughs) does not even cover what what that statement means. So I had to do what I always do, which is if I am going to cry, I need to laugh about it. So then I just started sending these pictures to all of my friends just to get roasted. And um, one of my friends' husband said something like, you look like a hawk. <laughs> it was like sort of maybe she reaction. misunderstood. Maybe she like thought you were going for I don't know, like a wolf cut, like kind of like not chic, a chance. edgy. No, I don't think wolf cut was in the mix at this at this point. I don't think that was a thing. Oh my god, what year was this? It was twenty twenty, I think. Oh, okay, I think I'm okay. Well, at least it was like around COVID, so <laughs> you could stay far away from people. Yeah. Oh god, come on now. I'm so close. Just having to go back. Um, <laughs> so many you know what I also like from speaking of salons. What I also like about Great Clips, they have this like corner vacuum where like you sweep hair and you just sweep it over to this little like area. The vacuum just sucks it right up. Mm-hmm. That's always keep your floors clean. There you go. Oh God. Okay, hold on. God, this is like trying to find a needle in a haystack. Um, Do you ever get a gloss on your hair? Yes. Oh my God, I love a gloss. I've heard they're nice. Ryan talks about them all the time. He said, if I got that done, it would make my hair look plastic because my hair is already so dark naturally Mm -hmm. and thick. He said, you would look like your plugs. You know who actually makes a really good gloss is um John Frieda. Or I don't know if they still make it, but they used John to make Frida. it. John Frieda. John Frieda. They used to make it and like sell it in drugstores and it was really good. You could buy it. For, I think I've seen that actually. Yeah. yeah. You could buy it clear, but you could also buy it like for your hair color. I thought about um if I would do that one day, like once I get older, if I do lose my hair, if I would get like FUE hair plugs. Oh, is it, okay. Is getting hair plugs painful? Oh, I think they numb you. Okay. Yeah. But hair plugs today are different. Like FUE is different from like old school plugs. Those were like, I think fake hair that they were like plugging into the follicle. FUE is like real hair. Like they're taking a live follicle from the back of your head and implanting it to create a new hairline. I think I deleted these photos. I think they were so I thought, I thought you were pausing in reaction. I'm sorry. I'm pausing in reaction. <laughs> no, just I'm just being self-absorbed over here trying to find these photos. I I think I, if I texted my friend Kate, I know she would still have it, but I think I might have deleted it. I was going to say, you definitely did not send these to me because I would have the. It would be my screensaver. I know. I like, know. Like, I would have them on hand, but... 
Maybe we'll keep everybody on the edge of their seat. We'll bring those photos up on the next episode of After Dark. But that's really all I got for salons. Hair salons. That's it, baby. I hope to never have another one again. (laughs) I think you'll you'll be in the clear. Hopefully we'll find like our good people. But Creepers, if you're listening and you have some salon nightmares, I would love to hear about them. Please post them in the comments because... Stu and I are going to come. We should do Silas and Stu's salon take. Oh, my God. But we know nothing about hair. So we just come in and we're like, this place is a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Now now you're making... Okay, we need to go back and watch Tabitha's takeover, My Life on the D-List, Millionaire Matchmaker, all the old Bravo shows. Mm-hmm. They were so good. I used to watch... Um, I used to love watching... Oh, God. What was the nanny woman? Oh, Nanny 911. Yes. <laughs> she would say, this family's in crisis. I'm on my way. And it's like a child, like, stabbing their mother in the gut. Like, it's, like, terrible children on that show. Oh, my God. Remember that? And she was always watching them on a, on a DVD player oh in the car. God. Remember the episode where she, like, literally is fighting for her life, trying to keep that kid, like, out of the room? Yes, she's got her hand on the door. <laughs> yeah. Children were awful. Awful. I've also I've been watching that era of reality TV as well as Caesar Milan's show, The Dog Training. Oh my god, yes. I don't know why that's so satisfying to see see him be the dog whisperer. But that Tabitha Salon takeover. She also had a spin-off show called Tabitha's Hotel Takeover, I think. She did? I think so. She definitely she had a spinoff that was like Tabitha's takeover, but it was like Tabitha takes takes on hotels or something. Yeah. And she's like, I'm a business owner in the luxury category. In I'm the- taking over. I'm taking over. You have a great Australian accent. I wish I could do an Australian. That <laughs> Any of the, the Australian creepers are cackling at you saying <laughs> that because they know that I sound like a hack bitch. I think I'm Margot Robbie over here. I'm not. <laughs> Wait, wait, I'm so sorry. I have to tell you this on mic. I texted my friend Kate. I said, do you have my mullet pics? She said, hold, please. <laughs> proceeds to send me back. <laughs> proceeds to send me back photos of when we went to Mullet Lake, Michigan. And we, oh my as a God. joke, wore mullets on a boat. This is too funny. I, I'm like, how many mullet photos can I have of myself? Lord. Well, when you do find them, they're going straight up on Reddit, baby. We're okay. selling them on merch. Okay. We're selling I them promise on the merch. creepers I will give them one mullet pick. <laughs> well, with that, I think we can certainly say we're going to make it quick and we're going to see you guys in the next one. But for now, salutations all. <laughs> I love it. Salutations. Salutations. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, creepers. <laughs>